Welcome to Story Tell Her. I am your host, Montia Imagini. This platform is designed to share our life's stories. Stories of love and laughter, tragedy and triumph, testimonies and deliverance, healing and hope, inspiration and legacy. Listen and lean into the story. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Story Tell Her. If you have joined us for season two, then you know that we're talking about marriages and relationships. And, and if you're a faithful listener, then you know that I talk about my cousins a lot. Today, I have with me one of my favorite cousins, and her name is LaShawn. LaShawn is a voice of reason. She gives excellent advice. She has saved me from making many irresponsible decisions when we were younger. She is super educated. She graduated from HBCU. She can give you stock advice, break down politics, and tell you all about your taxes. She is an all-around dope woman. Welcome, Thank you for joining me today. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to our conversation. <laughs> yes. So one of the reasons why I had to have you here is because, number one, you are truly passionate about marriage. Yeah. And number two, I tell you all the time that I love you and Randall's love. Oh. And... You all are the epitome of marry your best friend. That's one of the things that you and Dom say a lot in the cousins Mm -hmm. chat. So break down for us today your (laughs) marriage story. Oh, my gosh. So if you can't tell, I'm already smiling. (laughs) But, (laughs) um, you know, I want to start and say that our story is is by no means traditional at all. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Randall and I, uh, we were young when we got married. We were still in school. We were broke. I'm going to say that we were broke. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're still making mistakes, still trying to figure out life, you know, but uh, we were crazy about each other. Uh, yeah. we, we knew that we did want to be together. We were meant to be together. Mm-hmm. Everything felt right. Um, I know people always ask me, I'm pretty sure they ask you a lot too, but you know, everyone's always like, well, you know, how did you know he was the one? Or how did you know you're ready to get married? But for me, the moment that I knew that I could not spend a single day without him mm-hmm. or imagine my life without him, then that's when I knew. Yeah. So literally, when you know, you know. Right. <laughs> I know I can't, that sounds cliche, but when you know, you know. And it, 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 it's the truth. It's, it's, it's not cliche truth. at all. It's the truth. Right. I can't really explain it, but, you know, that feeling just, do, it, it does come over you. Mm-hmm. But, um. You know, I saw future with Randall. We talked goals, we talked children, careers, faith, all of that. You know, we related on everything, one of the same exact things out of life. And, you know, we were ready to commit to each other. Mm-hmm. So Randall proposed, I believe it was summer of 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on his way to grad school in Virginia. I had a year left of undergrad in Arkansas. So, Mm. you know, he's starting school, I'm finishing school. 
So technically we're starting a long distance relationship, but um, we still planned our wedding for October. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened was Randall was, he was preparing to come home for his winter break. And then, you know, that's when the, the, the discussion started to happen around, what if we just get married now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what if we just make it happen now? Like we're waiting on. Right. And, you know, the reason that that discussion was happening was because I knew for a fact, like once I graduated, I was out, I was packing my bag, I was headed to Randall. Like I'm moving in with him. Like you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to waste no time. But but you know, but T, you know, in our faith, growing up in a church, we yeah. didn't believe it was it was best to move in together before we were married. Mm-hmm. And and that was just us. That was how we wanted to go about our 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 life and our marriage. So we did just that. You know, there were no other factors. There were you know, in our decision, there were no other motives. So we got married on January 2nd, 2009. And a winner like us. <laughs> right, right, right. Cold. Cold. <laughs> but uh, what's, what's kind of crazy about that is that we didn't tell anybody. We didn't tell anyone until after it was done. You know, we didn't want any outside influencers. We didn't want anyone talking us out of it because we just knew, like, you know, you couldn't tell us nothing. It's done. Right. But so we went for it. One of the best decisions we ever made. One of the best days of my life. Yeah. I remember when I finally told my grandmother, she was so excited. I was nervous about telling her, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was so excited. She loved her son, Randall, rest her soul. Um, but she was the one that put into my head, like, you know, you can still have your wedding ceremony. You can still, you know, you can still celebrate. And I was like, okay. So we did just that. You know, my mom got to work. We... We planned a wedding. You know, I had a dress. I had a cake. We sent out invites. I had a wedding party. You know, you was one of my bridesmaids. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, family and friends flew in from all over. Um, so, I mean, we were just surrounded by nothing but love. And, you know, our, our wedding date was October 3rd. So, to this day, we do acknowledge both dates for mm-hmm. our anniversary, January 2nd and October 3rd. So, okay. so yeah, that's our story. Yeah, I remember <laughs> coming to Kansas City and the day of the rehearsal dinner, we rehearsed mm-hmm. and me, you and Chloe, we got in the car and you sat in the front seat. And the first thing that came out of your mouth is me and Randall are already good. How did I get it out? And I was in the back seat. I was in the back seat like, huh? Yeah, girl, we married. <laughs> welcome hope like, you have a good time right like okay and we just right. drove off and went wherever we were and going kept it moving yeah we kept yep. we kept it moving but <laughs> i was so honored to be a part of oh, your day like i totally yeah. totally felt the love and it was just so special to share that moment with you all and um your your cousin chloe she comes up with a lot of questions and one of the questions she asked in the cousin's chat is what did you have to unlearn mm-hmm. in your marriage? This is a good question. <laughs> this is such a good question. Um, it is. That's why um, when she asked it in the cousin's chat, I was like, oh, I'm using that. Like, wait a minute. Let me write some stuff down. <laughs> Hold on. Let me mm-hmm. think about it. <laughs> but um, I would say, you know, I'm going to do my best on, on wording this, but I, I would say that I had to unlearn to not necessarily rely on others 
to fix or advise on the issues are in our marriage. Mm -hmm. um, now, don't get me wrong. Randall and I are blessed to have a support system to turn to. We have mentors, we have family, a church family. I mean, I even highly encourage seeking counseling, uh, seek mm -hmm. therapy, you know, get, get that emotional support, anything. I think it's healthy, but right. I had to learn that <laughs> there first should be effort put in from both sides before mm -hmm. seeking outside counsel. So right. understand first what, you know, what makes them upset? What is their trigger? What brings them joy? What is their love language? You know, what is their communication style? Mm -hmm. I remember um, listening to your podcast like a few weeks ago and you and Antonio mentioned numerous of times communication is key and we, you know, you can't say that enough. Right. And I, and I hate to sound redundant, but you know, there is a reason why, you know, we keep bringing this up. Mm -hmm. I believe by just communicating with your spouse first, you could possibly save your marriage. You can save right. time. Right. So, right. Another, another side of that is, and my mother-in-law told me this. <laughs> um, I think this part is, you know, it's often forgotten about and neglected, but, you know, self-care, self-discovery, mm -hmm. figuring out who you are first. I think we, we need to be invested in bettering ourselves right. and becoming the best version of ourselves first before we can give our all as a spouse or as a wife or as a husband. Absolutely. I think showing up for ourselves first is what's key. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's definitely something that I had to learn um, in my journey with Antonio and our marriage and just being so young and kind of like getting engulfed in Mm -hmm. everything that we had to do for the church and then you bring the kids on and everything you got to do for the kids. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. Yep. You have to also take care of yourself. So that is extremely, mm -hmm. extremely important to exactly. take care of yourself because mm -hmm. how it's like, they always mention on the airplane to put on your oxygen mask first. Cause exactly. if you don't, you can't <laughs> save anybody else. And then exactly. it's another thing that sounds so cliche, but it's yeah. so true. Yeah. It's so true. And the next question I wanted to ask you is about millennials because I don't know how and when and why people come so hard for uh, millennials and so hard. It, it, it really <laughs> is. And one of the pastors that I love, um, his name is Pastor Pagani and he's from the Bronx and he's a Puerto Rican <laughs> preacher and he just, he cracked, his personality cracks me up yeah. and he was like on a live chat one day for Instagram and you know, he's like, I'm not going to be on long because my wife made me dinner. And, you know, y'all millennial wives, y'all don't know nothing about that because y'all don't cook. Mm. And I got my fingers <laughs> got to move it fast. Like, hold on, Pastor Bugani. I'm a millennial wife and I cook every day. What right. do you mean? <laughs> so my question to you is, do you do you have any marriage advice for millennials? Uh, I, I, I think my advice, so I, I think I have advice for those who, you know, are looking to get married mm -hmm. and for those who, who are not married as well. But mm -hmm. I think for those looking to get married or maybe even a newlywed, my advice would be to marry your, marry your spouse for who they already are and not right. for who they have the potential to be. That's good. You know what I mean? Love them That's for good. who they are already showing up as flaws and all, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, because marriage can get ugly. It can get ugly, but you know, you need to already sort of know who your partner is. 
but at the same time, marriage can be rewarding too. Absolutely. You know, you get to spend the rest of your life with your best friend. You know, so that's my advice. You know, also don't go into debt <laughs> planning a, a wedding. Come on. Come on. <laughs> listen, save your money. Anybody listening? Save your money. <laughs> I promise it'll all make sense down the line. You know, focus on the marriage and yes. not the wedding. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. It it'll make sense. Give it to me. It'll make sense. Trust me. But I, mm-hmm. so at our wedding rehearsal, um, you know, they talk about the bridezillas or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was getting a little bit frustrated because the rehearsal wasn't going as well as I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And one of my bridesmaids, she came over to me and she said, Tia, don't worry about the wedding. It's not the wedding. The most important part is the marriage. Mm-hmm. So you talking right. I told y'all she yeah. is super smart and she gives <laughs> sound advice. Y'all better get y'all a pen and paper and take some notes. Because if you Go think ahead, about Sean, it, what else? if you think about it, when you get proposed to, right, you normally mm-hmm. plan your wedding a year or two years down the line. During that time, you're focused on the wedding. You yeah. know, you're stressing yourself out, you know, versus yeah. investing your time into getting to know your fiance, getting to know your future partner. So you've mm-hmm. already taken away, you know, a year or two of focusing on something that I think is just a party. But I listen, mm-hmm. I enjoy a good wedding. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> right. I enjoy a good right. wedding. But as long as, you know, you're making it make sense and you're investing, you know, a wedding to me is not an investment. The marriage is. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, That's good. For those who are not married, I think that's perfectly fine. I mm-hmm. think whether you're 25 or 40, you know, there's nothing wrong with not being married. You know, don't let society pressure you <laughs> into thinking marriage is a requirement in your life. If you want to be single, be single. If you want to be career driven, that's fine. Just do you. So I think there's a lot of pressure on millennials because, you know, we're, we're at that age, you know, we're 25 to 40 years old now. Mm-hmm. So there's people, you know, tracking your timeline and saying oh it's about that time you know where's your, where's your spouse where's your husband where's your exactly. wife you know, don't worry about that pressure you know if you have certain goals if you have certain priorities then follow up through with that absolutely that's mm-hmm. good I remember um Antonio and I when we were I want we were I was probably 22 and mother's need the first lady of my church I didn't catch what she was saying then but I caught it once I was married. But she said to me, don't be in a rush to get married mm-hmm. because some people who are married wish that they stayed single a mm-hmm. little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And it's I, I got that like ap- after I was married. And yeah. it's important to enjoy your singleness. And I love everything that you're saying because mm-hmm. I was listening to another woman named Jackie Perry. And she said that, um, marriage has become idolized. Yeah. And when she said that, I was like, whoa. Yep. I can see so that. even in the midst of me planning for season two of Storytell Her, I'm like, I'm not going to make it all about marriage. I'm going to have mm-hmm. singles here, who, singles who are living their best life and enjoy, yeah. enjoying their, yeah. their lives because, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I can see here. that. No, I definitely agree with that. You know, 
now more than ever, you have social media, you have reality TV, you have people just focused on content. And Mm -hmm. that takes away from, you know, what marriage is. You have people who are just, you know, their goal is to be engaged. I've seen that. Like, all they want is a ring, honey. (laughs) Like, they just give them a ring. So I kind of feel like, you know, I, I definitely believe that marriage is is becoming idolized. Is the 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 reasoning and the focus behind it is, is sort of being, you know, diluted in so many words. So, you know, hopefully my advice reaches to some. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And my final question for you today is what are the ingredients of a successful marriage? God <laughs> God in yes. love. Um, we we put God first in everything that we do, every decision that we make. We Amen. pray together. We fast together. Um, come on, fasting. We fast together. You better <laughs> come on and talk about Lord. this fasting here. We don't talk about fasting anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, most sometimes you have to stop. Sometimes you have to stop in, stop in your place. You have to yes. sort of, you know, um, reset. And we, you know, we realized that fasting helps us, you know, we were able to get a little bit more clarity on what it is that we want out of life, out of our mm-hmm. marriage, what's our next steps. Like, I'm telling you, like, we don't make another move until it's clear, until we hear God's voice. And then that's when we push forward. You know, we believe, you know, you. God is love. God lives in us. So there, there's no way our marriage would have made it 12 years without him. And Absolutely. I believe God brought us together. And for that, I thank him every single day. Amen. <laughs> Come on here. Yeah, you have to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, LaShawn. I'm I'm so not used to calling you LaShawn. I'm trying to not call you. Or Shine. You can call me Shine. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to call you your nickname. Let it out. I don't, I don't think I've ever called you LaShawn ever in life. It's, it sounds so weird. It sounds weird when family call me LaShawn. Yeah. Like, who, just, who, who was that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it, don't, it don't sound right coming out of my mouth. But It's good. It's good. Thank you, Shine, for uh, being a guest today. You're welcome. This was fun. And... Thank it. It was a lot of fun. We're gonna do some more, and you know, with the cousins too, because we have a lot of good cousins mm-hmm. chat. We'll bring cousins <laughs> chat to story tell her. Cousins <laughs> chat gonna laugh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Story Tell Her. I hope that you. I don't hope. I know. I know you heard something that you can grab a hold on to. And thank you for listening to another episode of Story Tell Her. Enjoy your Saturday. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Story Tell Her. I hope this story encouraged you, made you think, but more importantly, inspired you to share your story for God's glory. Until the next chapter, this is Montia Imogeny signing off.